difficulty walking where your legs become heavy or weak, where you have to lean forward like using a shopping cart at the grocery store, you have to sit down before you finish your walk, plus of course the herniated discs and the sciatica and those kind of things. Welcome to More Life. In today's episode, Hartford HealthCare's Jocelyn Maminta talks with Dr. Khalid Abed, co-physician-in-chief at Hartford HealthCare's Iron Neuroscience Institute and medical director of the Spine Wellness Center, and they'll discuss what's ailing our aching backs and what we can do to get back on track. Hi, everybody. I'm Jocelyn Maminta. Joining me today is Dr. Khalid Abbott. It's great to have you with us, Dr. Abbott. Good morning, Jocelyn. Thank you for having me. Well, you are a noted neurosurgeon who specializes in spine care. Millions of Americans cope with spine-related disorders. What are the most common? Spinal disorders in general are one of the most common problems in all of clinical medicine. In fact, 80% of people will suffer back pain at some point. So I would say low back pain is probably the most common problem, but that can come with a lot of other associated symptoms, whether it's ridiculous pain down the leg like sciatica or uh, mechanical pain, pain with every time you try to move or neurogenic claudication, difficulty walking where your legs become heavy or weak or you have to lean forward like using a shopping cart at the grocery store or you have to sit down before you finish your walk. Those are some of the more common ones. Plus, of course, the herniated discs and the sciatica and those kind of things. So what are some of the causes? Let's go with lower back pain. I know many people suffer from that. Yeah, well, the vast majority of low back pain is actually muscular in origin. We call it myofascial soft tissue. And those are the ones that do not need surgery. In fact, surgery can make those worse. And unfortunately, I think a lot of people are getting surgery for these kind of problems when they probably shouldn't or they probably would have a chance of getting better if conservative measures had been optimized. So that's really what we're doing here. We, we are turning the treatment paradigm on its head. For spine care. We, we are focusing on the prevention, we're focusing in on the, the maintenance, we're focusing in on all of the other lifestyle habits and conditionings that we, we often acquire that lead to spinal problems when we get a bit older. And that is not the case at most places. And Harvard Healthcare really is doing a labor of love here by developing a place like this where anyone in the community can come in and try to lose weight, come in and try to learn how to exercise, come in and try to learn how to eat better. And and all of those things will have a significant effect on most patients, on most people, and can even prevent a lot of the spinal disorders that they would otherwise have gotten. Before we get more into the details of treatment and prevention, is pain often associated with many of these issues? Absolutely. Uh, You know, the spine holds everything up. You know, if I'm holding a very heavy object, I'm going I'm to eventually get some shoulder pain. And the spine is holding everything up. And so if you have degenerative discs or arthritic joints uh, and a weak core, no muscle to help, all of those forces go straight through your spine, which will then exacerbate any degenerative issues that are there and will likely make any structural issue that may not have been symptomatic likely make it symptomatic. We really need to focus on all of those other things that cause spinal problems, uh, as well as some of those things that spinal issues lead to. Uh, and, and a lot of those are similar, and we can talk about that in a minute. Very good. In treatment, you talked about how, in general, you can avoid surgery, so there are, I presume there's a wide range of treatment here. There's a very wide range of treatment. Some of the most common sense things that we've been taught are very important here, where the, the, the healthy eating and the exercise, you can't say it enough. Those things, if, if, we, if we're not doing those, you are going to have back pain. 
you are going to have a spine problem. Doesn't mean you're going to have to have spine surgery, but your quality of life won't be as good as it could have been. If we can learn how to live a little bit healthier and take care of our body. So how do you decide whether or not you really require surgery? Well, obviously a surgeon should mm -hmm. be the one to make that final decision. What I'd like to see is I'd like to see surgeons a bit more aggressive with conservative measures and, and really make sure that all conservative measures have been optimized before the, even the thought of surgery enters the surgeon's mind unless there's a neurologic deficit or there's some urgency to needing to decompress the nerve or the spinal cord. So surgery should be the last option, hopefully? Surgery should be the last option because it is the riskiest thing that we can do. And now, that being said, there are some problems that if you delay surgery, you're going to regret that too. And that's why it's very important to have the highest quality providers involved in your care in, a, in multiple disciplines, not just surgeons. It's nice to have the the physiatrist and the physical therapist and the pain management doctors all putting in their two cents and that way coming up with a comprehensive plan tailored to that patient. Well, you mentioned a healthy lifestyle too as a prevention tip. What other tips do you have? You know, healthy lifestyle is, is, is the key, but also understanding your body mm -hmm. and knowing what symptoms are important, what, knowing what symptoms are not important. And, and I, I would really want to emphasize the term lifestyle not just exercises or a diet or anything like that. It really needs to be a complete change in what patients think and how patients live. And exercise just needs to be a part of their daily routine. And if you say the word diet, it's likely going to fail. So it really has to be a complete re-education of what nutrition is and how to best maximize the effects of nutrition. But also we can't forget about the stress component of life because as long as your cortisol levels are high, uh, you are not going to be able to uh, develop lean muscle mass. You are not going to be able to lose weight. You're not going to be able to protect your spine with a good core if you're stressed and your cortisol levels are high and you're not getting any sleep. So that's why we will have sleep neurologists on site. We will have masseuses to help them. We will have dietitians and nutritionists. And we will really attack this problem from every angle. That's really the only way to have a permanent solution. Otherwise, you see these patients getting surgery after surgery after surgery because you deal with one problem, but you haven't dealt with the cause, and so the next problem will be right around the corner. Absolutely. It could actually lead to more problems, as you said. Next month, the Spine Wellness Center will open in Westport. What's your vision? My vision is to make this the standard of care and to really change health care for spinal disorders across the nation and globally at some point. I think if we do this right, which is our intention, we're going to have a magnifying glass on us. We're going to we're going to be able to show that healthcare systems really should invest on what's best for patients, not only on getting surgeries and getting procedures out and, and doing all of that uh, for the bottom line, but really patient-centric, patient-focused, doing what's right for the patient. This really has been a labor of love, and it's been the first time in my career that I've had the opportunity to have a blank piece of paper and to draw something out to say this is exactly what patients need, this is what people need, and to have a system support it and to build it uh, from the ground up and not ask questions about, well, what's the ROI, what's the return on investment, uh, and all these other kinds of things, but really be focused on what's best for people. Exactly what this really will mean for patients. You, in general, explained some of the services, but let's talk about some of the programs that you will have in place specifically. Right. So I'm very fortunate, we are very fortunate to be partnering with the integrative medicine folks at Harvard Healthcare. They are really bringing their entire armamentarium to our center. 
like I said, we're building a kitchen in the center to have nutritionists and dietitians have courses to teach patients how to cook in an anti-inflammatory way, in a healthy way. We'll be having personal trainers who can do lifelong training, not just physical therapy and then be done with it, but physical therapy to get past an acute issue and then hand it off to a personal trainer to really make sure that the rest of your life you're doing what you need to do to maintain what we've gained and actually continue to improve on that. We're going to have things for the mind, which is rare in a spine center, Mm -hmm. obviously. But we're going to have meditation and we're going to have Reiki and we're going to have yoga and Tai Chi and things that can get people to kind of understand sources of stress and to be able to separate themselves from it and to look at it for what it really is and not let it continue to consume them. And once they're able to control that, their life changes automatically. Now they will be more focused on what they need to do during the day and they'll be more willing and able to actually take better care of themselves. Dr. Abbott, it sounds like you're really addressing a mind, body, and soul approach. Absolutely, and that's the first thing that we put on that paper uh, that I spoke about when we were designing this. Mind, body, and soul. That, that too often patients walk into the office and they're viewed as a herniated disc or they're viewed as a, a spine fracture mm-hmm. or a spine tumor. And not as a person where all of those other things come in to affect their quality of life. And unfortunately, they're far too often ignored. You might take the tumor out of their spine, but they're still left with the PTSD of it or the stress of it or the anxiety of it or the concern that it might come back and that's unaddressed. Anything short of that is going to fail. Anything short of that will, like I said, address the specific issue of today, but it it may even set the stage for a bigger problem tomorrow. As you were planning this center, what prompted all these different changes from your experience? What were you seeing that was lacking? Well, you know, that's a great question because I asked myself that many times Mm -hmm. and I kept coming back to the same answer. My frustration Mm -hmm. in treating patients over these past decades and just seeing this cycle of patients coming back for another problem, another problem, another problem, or patients who come in whose body mass index is too big, Mm -hmm. their obesity is too great to make surgery too high risk for them. But I never had an option for them. I I would just tell them that that I can't help you right now because of this, but then they, you know, they would leave the office uh, even worse off from a depression standpoint and with no place to go. And so we took the bull by the horns and we built that place. And so now I don't tell the patients, I'm sorry, I can't help you. I tell the patients, I have great news. I can help you. You don't need to do surgery right now. In fact, we're going to get you upstairs to our wellness center and they're going to do everything needed to get you mentally, physically, and spiritually ready for any procedure that I might need to do. But for a lot of those patients, if we do all that, they might not even need that surgery at the end of mm-hmm. that. Well, what you just shared, though, isn't that what every doctor wants to be able to say to their patient? I believe so. But again, not really the way healthcare, the healthcare system is designed. There's a lot of external forces on, on physicians to make sure that they're efficient and that they're able to keep the lights on. But when you partner with a system that really wants best for the people, they will make sacrifices in order to provide this kind kind of care. And so I couldn't be more excited to be partnered with the integrative medicine people and with the the neurologists and the uh, the system at large to really do something this great. My hope is that this will be so successful that there will be many more of these that we will be able to build. That would be great. And Hartford HealthCare is all about patient-centered care. Absolutely. 
the CDC also talks about how this type of healthy living lifestyle is really key to this pandemic. I presume you agree with that statement. Oh, no question. Our immune systems are based on our diet, are based on our activity levels, are based on our cortisol levels, are based on the amount of sleep we get each night. All of those things uh, will affect our immunity. And unfortunately, the vast majority of patients are subpar on each of those. And then we're surprised when patients get sick, and we're surprised when patients have a hard time recovering from an illness. And I feel that we are responsible in the healthcare system in a lot of ways, because we are the ones that people are coming to to help with their health. And unfortunately, we are too busy putting out fires. We're, we're, we're too busy mm-hmm. taking that disc off that nerve and too busy doing this surgery and that procedure and that shot. And th- those need to get done, and they will get done. But we're ignoring all the other things that will lead to patients having heart attacks and strokes uh, if we don't address, let alone back pain. If, if this continues, it continues, and then diabetes sets in and all of that, then we're looking at lost years of life. And so this is a serious problem, and, and so we're trying to tackle that head on. And in this pandemic, patients are concerned about their safety. So what's being done to help protect them at the wellness center? So Hartford Healthcare has been on the front line since day one uh, since this pandemic. Our leaders have been hand in hand with the governor's office and with the medical experts regionally and nationally. Uh, we've been implemented all of the guidelines with regards to distancing and proper PPE uh, and screening. And we've been very successful in bringing patients back into the system over the last several months. They're getting their elective surgeries. We've had no issues with that. And so we will continue to protect our patients and our providers. That's our number one priority. Dr. Abbott, thank you so much for your time. My pleasure, Jocelyn. Thank you. For more information, log on to stvincents.org slash neuro. There is a phone number as well for the Spine Wellness Center, and that number is 203-226-2499. Again, that's 203-226-2499. I'm Jocelyn Mementa. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for listening to More Life. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and share more life with everyone you love. I'm ready for my close-up. All the faces start to light up. You know I love this feeling. I got more life in my life. If you feel it, then you know. We can go anywhere we want to go. You're going to love this feeling. We got more life in our life. Oh, I won't stop going. No sign of slowing. Now I know it. life.